this world has been connected. And now darkness within darkness awaits you. In the end, every heart returns to the darkness whence it came. the answer report podcast this is episode number 46 of season two of the longest running kingdom hearts podcast in the world which now comes to you uh, every other week thanks to the uh super spaghetti bros podcast network i'm mike and with me as always is my brother jason hello jason yo what's poppin'? what's going on man so when we last left you guys, we had just uh we we were you know, we're doing this thing where we're going through Riku's life basically. We're going through oh, yeah. the life of Riku and we just left off at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, a good uh, a good bookmark. But before we get to that and get into DDD, Jason. Last uh last time the Answer Report came out, we had a big announcement through uh the Reconnect Redirect, the Reconnect Direct. Yes, sir. That we, meaning you and I, the Super Spaghetti Bros, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the yeah, host yeah, of the yeah. longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world, the Ansem Report, are going to be the Masters of Ceremony at the Million Dream Awards. Million Dreams Awards. Yes, sir. Million Dream? Million Dreams. There's a million dreams. There's an S, so there's a million dreams. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Million Dreams Awards at Reconnect. <laughs> it will be on September 16th. 2023, which is that Saturday of Reconnect. And uh, here's the little blurb from uh, khkides.com slash million dash dreams. The Million Dreams Awards return for a second year to celebrate the online creators that have touched our all our hearts through our unique and extraordinary creative Kingdom Hearts content. The awards recognize creators across multiple categories that have made a positive impact on the Kingdom Hearts online community through their hard work and passion for the beloved franchise. The awards ceremony will be held during Reconnect, a Kingdom Hearts community celebration. On September 16th, 2023, the ceremony will be live-streamed for remote viewers, and Jason and I, you are, we are the hosts. Yes, sir. Dude, I'm so excited. So that all, not only does it mean, you know, obviously we'll be hosts, we'll be there, we'll be doing our thing, but that also means that you can nominate who you want for the million dreams. Exactly. You know, there's the 13 different categories, and you can nominate 
for all the different categories. You can even nominate multiple people for the same category. True. If you're like, you know what? I absolutely love the Ansem Report. I'm going to nominate the Ansem Report. But I also absolutely love the Landy Lodge. I also want to nominate the Landy Lodge. You can also do that. Or So it, it's just it's a dope setup. Or you go, hey, I'm going to nominate the Ansem Report for News and Podcasts. But I also love their art and illustration, their cosplay, their fan fiction and literature, their gameplay analysis, their gameplay <laughs> challenges, their mods and customizations, their merchandise, their music performance, their speed running, their video essay, their theory lore, and I think they're the content creators of the year. You could do all that if you wanted to. Yeah, those are like basically all the categories. Yeah, the, I just like, went through the categories. You could also, uh, just say that it was us, yeah. All joking aside... <laughs> All joking aside, it's really cringe to ask to be nominated. Like it's it, it's <laughs> like I don't I don't know. I think it's like I don't know if you if you want to if you want to win. I don't know. There's just like that competitiveness in me that's like I don't know. I feel like that's fine. Like huh. you want to be nominated, and you feel in your heart that you've like you've done a lot in X category. I think that's fair, but I think it's gonna happen regardless. But still, like if you have that competitive edge in you, you're just like, I wanna fucking win, boy. I guess I guess I can respect it. <laughs> I guess the cringeness for me is like, okay guys, do you remember the one time that I beat Lingering Will level one? Nominate me <laughs> for gameplay challenges. It's like no. No. Yeah. That's not what that is to me, I guess. I think part of it for me, and 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 um, I don't wanna put words in, you know the reconnect team's mouth but for me it's like people are like continually doing this you know like people who are they're still at it you know they're still either you know pushing the boundaries of challenge runs or they're out here still making music still making art right. still making all this stuff to me it's like that you're, you're still on the grind adds bonus points to me for the million dreams awards agreed agreed Anyway, now that I'm That's just done on my soapbox. interpretation box, of it. it. It don't just don't be cringe <laughs> as all I'm asking Kingdom Hearts content creators. Uh, you can go to khguides.com slash million dash dreams, and I'll have the link in the description to submit your nominees. I'm not I don't remember when the nominees stop. It's sometime in August, right? Or is it July? I think it's July twenty eighth, but let me double check. Jason says July twenty eighth, so Get your nominations in, and then uh, we will you could, uh, check it out when we're hosting. It will be like a, it will be like uh, when um, mm, I'm trying I'm trying to come up with a good analogy here. It'll be like you know when uh, you're watching a basketball game, and one year you know Shaq's dunking the basketball, and you're like, "Yo, Shaq, that's my guy, right?" And then the next year he retired, but he's like doing like the 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 analysis in the studio during halftime you know the, mm. the jay and i will be like Shaq. basically is what i'm saying <laughs> that was a, that was a really poor analogy so i apologize but um yeah no so we're Shaq, and you guys should watch us and we're gonna be dressed up and we're gonna do lots of bits and fun stuff we're definitely gonna make fun of regular pat so uh I hope you guys will please tune in to that, and we'll talk more about it as we get closer to it. But honestly, Reconnect is only... It's coming up, dude. I'm excited. Like 60-some days away, 70-some days away from this recording, so it's it's coming up pretty quick. It's going to be very exciting. There will be a number of things to do at Reconnect. So if you haven't bought your badge, you should think about it. 
I, I know yeah, they're going to run out should. of badges. I I know a source has told me. I got I got a heavy feeling. I have a source from within the Reconnect team that told me they are going to run out of badges. So, if you, if you're on the fence and you're like, ah, you know, Texas is a weird place. I don't want to go there, but maybe I do. Then you should probably register. <laughs> Go to go to <laughs> Guys, guys, it's gonna be a great time. We're gonna have so much fun, and it's just gonna be chill. Yes. you know, like a, especially um, like if if you live nearby and it's like driving distance, like definitely do it. If not, you know, it's it's in the hotel that you can literally get your room in. So you literally just walk down the, the you, you take the elevator down you don't even have to walk downstairs like right. i was about to say you have to walk downstairs you don't even have to you just take the damn elevator right exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. it's easy elevators what a what a great invention they are <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're here to tell you about how much we love elevators but yes i did i did go back and confirm it is until the 28th of july that you can nominate somebody for the million dreams that you can nominate and yes. then um at a certain point, I believe this is how this is how it worked last year. But basically, they release the nominees and then you vote on the nominees. Is that correct? Yes. So yes, make I, sure that, that's how it worked in previous years. Make sure if you nominate somebody that you year. come back and vote for them because nominating them is just enough to get exactly. them on the board, right? On if the you ballot. want them to win, you got to vote for them too. So yeah, and we'll we'll let you guys know when that yeah, period yeah, is we'll, too. We'll, so we'll, you go vote for us right now. And also, you cringe. should already be following Cage Guides on Twitter. Yes, but. And reconnect the re- official reconnect Twitter account as well. You should that follow too. that too, because that's that's a good account to follow for all your news. I don't really use Twitter, so if you if you're based like me and you don't use Twitter, hey, just keep listening to the podcast. Uh, we'll let you know. But that means you have to stay up to date on the podcast. Yeah. So follow or or go to uh, Threads or uh, Blue Sky <laughs> Threads. Maybe they're on there. Does anyone use threads? Let us know if you guys People use threads. People might ah. be using threads. I've seen, I, I've been hearing, I have a source within threads. <laughs> how, do you have, how do you have so many sources, that tells me <laughs> They're telling me that people are actually using threads. I have a source. Mm. It's Zuckerberg, it's isn't Zuck. it? It's the, the Zuck. Zuck. Dude, did you see he's actually like training to fight Elon Musk? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, what does your, what does your source say about the Elon Musk Zuckerberg he's, fight? He's literally training with like legit MMA fighters. Hold on, I need to find the names. Dude, that's sick, dude. That's literally what I would do if I was a billionaire. Um, like I am literally gonna be Batman. Like I'm already Batman, but I'm literally gonna be Batman, bro. There's this picture. Like you're telling me you're not getting hopped up on like the most diabolical like like version of steroids that like they can figure out the exact micro dose to do to where you don't get any of the negative effects. You literally just pay millions of dollars right. to have the best cycle of all time. You're telling me you want to hop on that shit and become Batman IRL. You're bullshitting, bro. Um, so the, I found this picture of Zuck next to these two MMA guys. He's training with both former UFC champions. Okay. And Zuck. That's sick. Looking kind of ripped. He's he's on the gear, he's bro. Looking he's looking lean on at the least. Gear. I don't know if he's ripped, but he's looking lean. Like, you literally have enough money to have people not only make all of your meals, but bring them to you and put them in your mouth, and you 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 can't get fucking shredded, bro. Uh, I will say, Zuck's uh, fumbling the bag. I, I have a source within the Mark Zuckerberg camp that is telling me that his neck is looking very long. 
in this picture. Mm. Giraffe like almost. <laughs> like the guy yeah, of, I can I can I can sympathize. I have a long neck. One of the guys he's training with But I have big shoulders though. Has a long neck, but he's like a foot taller than Zuck. Mm. But Zuck's neck is longer than that guy's neck. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, it's He's got he's got to get some big shoulders. The other guy in the picture, very Chad, short neck. Love him. Mm. Shout out to all the short neck gays. Shout out to the short neckers <laughs> like me. <laughs> Shout him out. Elon Musk uh, tweeting Zuck is a cuck on July 9th is is looking pretty rough for for Musk at this point. It's, it's looking pretty. St- I, I'm if I'm Elon. I am very Dude, but scared. But Elon has that money too, bro. He can literally be yeah, Batman, he and he's not. He won't. He won't, because he's more the Iron Man type. He's going to try to get a suit of armor. Mm, yeah, that's true. He's definitely more of an Iron Man type. He's, he's, but Zuck's not no Batman type, dude. Zuck's a Spider-Man type, except he's too old. <laughs> anyway, go check out uh, Kingdom Hearts Reconnect on threads. Yeah. <laughs> go, go check it out, guys. We'll keep you up to date on all our sources. Yeah, I have I have a source. Our unverifiable sources. Jason, I actually have that a... It definitely isn't just Mike. I, I, have, a, I have a source. With schizophrenia? Uh, it's me. I'm the it's source. It's schizo Mike. I'm the source that uh, you have some, uh, some, some Riku stuff to talk about with Dream Drop Distance. That's true. Uh, one of my sources is telling me that we originally planned... I'm the source, by the way. We originally planned... <laughs> To do DDD NKH3 in one go, but the source, it's me, I'm the source, is telling me that DDD was too long. <laughs> Schizo Mike, bro. Schizo Mike, bro. <laughs> DDD See, was the too thing long. Is, is like, it's not even you. It was me that told the you. The source is I me did it. being told by you, who's now telling me yeah. that. It's like at the end of your report. It's like so, you have to put your sources or right. whatever. I'm down, down. It's just you. It's just me. But then if you click that, just believe me, bro. If you click that source, then it goes to you telling me as the source. Have I ever lied to you, bro? That's what I put at the bottom of my sources. That, my professor is like, yeah. "What the fuck is this, bro?" Yeah, that's what I do on all my papers. Yo, you think I'm lying? And that's all I put. Hey, I graduated though. Right. <laughs> Take that. Take that, atheist. Anyway, uh, DDD <laughs> is a game called Dream Drop Distance. You guys might know it as Kingdom Hearts 3D, maybe? It's a banger. I don't care what anybody says. It's a decent game. I like it. But we, uh, like we've been doing, uh, we are going to take a little journey through Riku's time in DDD. And we last left Riku yes, sir. sitting on an island, reading a note from Mickey Mouse. Mickey's dumbass bait letter. That... Like I said, if I had, if we had known the contents of it when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, I would not be a Kingdom Hearts fan. Or even within like a couple years of it coming out, I think it kills the hype. The butterfly <laughs> effect of that letter being released early is that there yeah, is no yeah. longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast. That's true. That's true. There's just not another one that replaces either. The, the world is just void of Kingdom Hearts podcast. It's just, just devoid. It's just, just gone. None. Anyway, Jay, let's 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 get into DDD here. All right. So after reading Mickey's dumbass letter, Riku and Sora they go to Yen Sid and they start the mastery exam. But you don't exactly know that it's the mastery exam at first. They're just like on the boat. They do like this kind of weird opening, 
but I'm just going to do it in the order that the game gives it to you instead of like being like, well, actually, this scene happened first, even though it was later in the game. We're just going to go with the flow of the game, guys, the okay? It's all you nerd emojis in the comments. I know uh, that the other scenes happen first, clearly. Important question. Um, when are Yen Sid and Diz training to fight each other in a cage? Similar to Zuck Yen and Sid Elon and Musk. Diz. Huh. I, I was kind of more like Yen Sid Merlin type oh, of vibe. Oh, okay, okay. I I just said Diz because they're both commando under there. You That's know? true. Merlin, I I I was playing Disney Dreamlight Valley, and Merlin's looking a little yoked, and my sources tell me he's all natty. <laughs> It's me. <laughs> Jason, I actually did not play Disney Dreamlight Valley. Sorry to get everybody excited. I have not touched that game. Anyway, no. continue. I don't know why I'm trying to derail your thing. Sorry. Yeah, it's one of those episodes it feels like. It does. Uh, <laughs> it does. <laughs> there's, there's some manic energy in the room. Like, I'm feeling a bit schizo. <laughs> anyway. Sources uh, tell me. <laughs> my girlfriend in the room, she just keeps laughing at everything I say. It's crazy, bro. That's going to make me start laughing. Right, dude. I know. Almost Joker-like. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> Riku and Sora, they're they're on the raft, right? They're back in... If, yeah, I don't think it shows Destiny Islands, but it's Destiny Islands vibe. Like, we all know it's supposed to be it. But they're on the raft, and Ursula shows up, and shit hits the fan. Then they find a portal underwater. They unlock the keyhole underwater, which then they wake up and all the KH1 fans all nut at the same time. It's Traverse Town. We're back in Traverse Town, guys. The best version of Traverse Town as well, because it's Traverse in Trance. Oh, that's true. I forgot. Wrong theme. Sorry. But it's held heavily down. By the worst character in Kingdom Hearts, Joshua. Dun, dun, dun. Riku runs into Joshua. He learns the fact that Sora and Riku, they're not in the same world, that this world's been split in two. Riku doesn't yet know that like he's inside Sora and that's why, but it just is kind of explained, oh, it's just like a different version. And at, at this point in the game, you kind of think, oh, you know, they're just showing up at different times, almost like a a BBS type of vibe. And in some of them, it's like clear that like things happen at the same time. Like we'll, we'll, we'll get into later where, uh, when they come back and, uh, save Mickey from the, the music trance. Jason, you know what this sounds um, like to me? Some real Nomura bullshit. True. True. <laughs> um, so, Riku, you know, he he meets all the fucking haha, the world ends with you characters and shit. But there is one good moment in it. There is one good moment in it with Shiki. But Riku, it's kind of a negative Riz moment, okay? Shiki is getting chased by nightmares and he saves her, right? right. And she's like, wow, thank you so much. Like, I, I, I'm Shiki. And he's like, oh, I'm Riku. She's like, no, seriously, thank you so much for saving me. And he goes, sure. And just starts to walk away. And she immediately goes, Whoa, 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 is that it? Like, you, you chat up a girl, and then you just say, sure, and walk off? Damn. And then Riku goes, I'm bad at this, sorry. Damn. <laughs> but, but, at least give my boy props, he's not mentioning smells at all. That's okay? true, he my said, guy is he learning. Said, he didn't say, Shiki, you smell like somebody. Is, is Shiki your favorite World Ends With You character? Um... I think by default, right? Yeah, she's 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 the least annoying, probably. I mean, 
Neku's fine, I guess, but everybody else sucks. He's too edgy for me, bro. Like, he tries to be cool, but he's not. Yeah, IMO. he's not cool. Like, Rhyme, she's alright. She's, like, a little bit annoying, but only because she's in, like, annoying-ass scenes with B. Anyways, enough The World Ends With You Hate. We'll get back to that later, okay? <laughs> so, My after... sources tell me there will be more World Ends With You Hate. <laughs> so, after they beat the boss, you know, it, it just... It, we, we all know exactly, like, the whole, like, oh, you, you chase the weird wolf monkey thing in a box jack in a box thing i don't remember what it's called jack but they beat jab, that jabster no that's a that's a that's a dream jabster blocky that's is a, what that's you were a thinking dream eater sorry that's not his name yeah anyway you, you beat his ass and we see young xehanar for the first time but he like he he kind of no sells riku and just dips like he doesn't even say a word um yeah he's not there so for after riku. beating the boss uh, we get some more cringe The World Ends With You lore, where it's like, oh, I had to save them. They were all dead. I, I'm so omniscient. Wait, why? Uh, I kind of sound like the Joker. Why is Joshua anyway, the Joker? Then, then... Why is Joshua it, the Joker? Wait, 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 he wait, is, wait, bro. Wait. He's, he's cringe. No way. Because he's like the people who idolize the Joker, bro. He's cringe. <laughs> I just pictured anyway. him with Joker makeup, and it's fucking <laughs> killing me. I can't handle that. I'm a bit omniscient. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He, it's 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 the same level of cringe. Oh my god. Anyways, anyways, anyways. We then flash back to Riku and Sora standing in Yensid's tower talking to him. And Yensid explains that they're going to take the Mark of Mastery exam. And what they're going to do for their exam is go into the sleeping realm and unlock seven sleeping keyholes so that those worlds cannot be locked in slumber anymore. And then he, they will become masters. Um, so, and that's just kind of like a flashback Riku has, like, at, like in between, like unlocking the keyhole in Traverse Town and then going to the next world. Right. My question for you is, Jay, why do you think they did it like this? Like, why do you think they? What do you mean? Why didn't they tell us that at the beginning of the game? I think they just kind of wanted it to be like a, a weird opening where it's like, wait, what's going on? Like, why are they young? What What is happening? No, that's not the right answer. You know, because it's like, they're, they're like the... Do you know what the right answer is? The KH1 versions. It's a no more no bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. So some of these is like, I'm just going to do it in the order... That like I would like watch the cutscenes in because like obviously you can choose to go to different worlds. Yeah, so, like, yeah. It, some of them might be a tiny bit different based on how and you played it. The worlds but... actually matter to Riku here because you play as Riku. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not even really gonna touch on the stuff that happens with Sora, right? Unless Riku can visibly see a change or something because of what Sora did. Well, and it's not like Chain of Memories where the worlds really didn't matter, even though you were, you played as Riku, right? The the worlds were just yeah, like. Backdrop. Ansem and, Zen and Young Xehanort will show up a, a little bit more, and Riku, he kind of learns some stuff from the people as he goes to, in like a in, a, in like a typical Sora type of way, drawing conclusions from other people's struggles and stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so the next world we're gonna go to is uh, I can't remember. It's like the. The bells. What? 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 what it's the Quasimodo Le, world. Cloche, what the hell is the name Le of that? Cloche? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. Le, anyway, it sounds like a Riku slang shows up. term for a vagina. Kind of like French slang. Slang parentheses French. 
<laughs> anyway, Riku wait, shows wait, wait, up sorry, to the sorry, world. My sources are telling and... me it is in fact French. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> think, thinking of my sources. Google. Alexa. Anyway. <laughs> Riku shows up and Esmeralda's getting chased by Phoebus. And he's like, yo, you, stop that gypsy. Yikes. Even though it's like... Uh, Yikes, Phoebus. Then he comes around the corner and then asks Riku, yo, did you see a gypsy? And he just goes, nah. He goes, I don't even like, know oh, what okay. that is, bro. Yeah, literally, he ends up saying that because she's like, thank you for standing up for me. He's like, bro, I don't even know what a gypsy right. is, but okay, sure. <laughs> um, then Riku, he goes into the cathedral and meets Quasi. And he has a pretty good heart-to-heart -heart moment. You know, saying, oh, you should listen to your heart, Quasi. And then as he's leaving, he's like, I should listen to my own advice. Like, <laughs> like I wish I could take my own advice. Dude, he's, um, he's literally me. He's just like me, Jay. Yeah. You might be Riku. I might be Riku. Just kidding. You're Pence. Oh, uh, we're, so all Pence. <laughs> we're all we're Pence. We're all dude, Pence, WAP. Uh, so then Riku... This world, bro, you literally just like run out of the town and run back in as Riku. The world, the level design w when you're playing as Riku is actually pretty trash. Like the worlds are, are pretty quick. So then Riku, he goes all the way out to the outskirts and he's chasing slash getting chased by. It's kind of weird. Uh, the, the big gargoyle boss that you fight at the end. Mm -hmm. And it's shown that Frollo is the one who is actually in control of the gargoyle boss and is using them to like exterminate gypsies uh and phoebus is like yo this is messed up dude and he tries to stop the <laughs> gargoyle and gets one punched bro he's just out in one hit just bodied what what do you think uh, i mean what do you think changed phoebus's mind here because he was all about hunting gypsies before I mean, there's like literally a dark aura and he's like controlling essentially a demon. Like, I, I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like if Phoebus didn't change his mind at this point, it's like, that's true. What the hell do you need to see, bro? Right, that's true. <laughs> uh, I like that in the game, they do kind of drop the whole subplot of uh, Frollo wanting to have sex with Esmeralda. Yeah. That's a big part of the yeah. movie, you know. That's pretty creepy. Pretty, pretty cringe of him. It's pretty cringe. Pretty incel-like um, so then... of him. The, gar the gargoyle flies back to the cathedral, and so we have to chase it back. So literally, we just went to the outskirts to then just come back right back to the town, right? So then uh, we see that the area around is on fire. Quasi, I guess, has just saved... The, the Giga Chad Quasi just saved Esmeralda. And then you go inside, and these, the, the statue gargoyles body a bunch of uh, nightmares... Like, they're just rinsing them. So, like, for the one time, NPCs are actually freaking helpful. Yeah, dude. And it's the gargoyles. It's the weird gargoyles. <laughs> anyway, you so then Rika goes upstairs. And Frollo just, instead of, like, oh, like, the gargoyle makes it so he falls or something, he just, he just jumps off, bro. He, he, he just jumps off. He's like, yo, judgment, retribution will be mine. And then he just... He swanton bombs off the cathedral, bro, into the fire. It's like, bro has been watching too much WWE yeah, gear, not Jeff Hardy, bro. He's like, Jeff Hardy's just like me. And we all know I'm Jeff Hardy. Right. Anyways, so then, uh, you know, you fight the gargoyle boss, beat the gargoyle boss. Fuck that boss, by the way. Ansem shows up with young Zay and says that the reason that Ansem is here is like... You know, 
your best friend is never far away. Because Riku's like, what the hell are you doing here? Right? Mm-hmm. Then, on some recom shit, Ansem says that Frollo died because he yielded to the darkness rather than embraced it as Ansem had. And that if Riku didn't embrace the darkness, his path would end like Frollo's. So it kind of feels a little bit like a recom rehash at this point. Mm -hmm. But there's a little bit of a different vibe where it's almost like Ansem wants Riku to get stronger, kind of. Like, I don't know, the... The vibe, the animation, it's kind of like when when Ansem leaves, he kind of does like a, yo, what up, bro? Like, you know, like upward head nod at Riku as he leaves. Just like, like, like keep it up, bro. Good. I see keep you. Keep doing your thing, you know? Embrace the darkness. Yeah, bro. I, I see you out here. Um, but Riku's like, you know, uh, I got, I'll, I'll never embrace the, the darkness. Uh, I walk the path to dawn. And, he, you know, he pulls out his keyblade and stuff. And young Xehanor, he just, as he leaves, is like, ah, I see, you're still afraid of the dark. Which then Riku, he kind of gets a bit upset, but he's like, no, I'll never be afraid of the of the darkness as long as I have the Keyblade, because it will lead me to the light, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we get the, the wrap-up of this world, Esmeralda says that there's nothing wrong with hiding things from the world at large, at least while you're dealing with it yourself. Um, which it feels like Riku would kind of pull from that that like it's okay to hide that i have darkness while i deal with it right which is kind of weird <laughs> like yeah. in comparison to the rest of even just the next world so well Rick and just wakes in up general, in monstro that's kind of weird advice yeah like for sure for it's sure a, it's okay that you you're addicted to heroin just don't tell anybody about it like you're just dealing with it yourself yeah, you know once you deal with it yourself. yourself then then yeah 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 you know like literally the next world riku wakes up in monstro which honestly, I kind of prefer Monstro to like the weird ass um, theme park that Sora has to go in. Mm. Personally, you don't like Prankster's um, Paradise. Nah, dude, I'm not a prankster, bro. You're a bit of a prankster. Right? I'm, you're, I'm not Loki, dude. You're a bit of a very prankster. I don't know. <laughs> my sources have told me that you're actually I'm a bit mischievous. mischievous. That's what my sources. I might said. be Loki. Uh, <laughs> um, and so. Riku is in Monstro, like, the KH1, like, first room type shit, mm-hmm. right? And Geppetto's there, and he's like, no, Pinocchio, he's lost. And then Riku's like, oh, I'll, I'll find him. And then fucking Jiminy shows up. That piece of shit rat, <sighs> Jiminy. <sighs> and goes, oh, well, I'm going to come along with you. And also, the guy that took Pinocchio is wearing a black coat. So Riku's like, all right, fine. Yeah, you can come with, you little piece of shit. And he low-key tries to kill Jiminy, but Jiminy barely dodges it. But anyway, based Riku. So they show up into, like, the next room where Riku... It's like a parallel to when Sora goes into the room and Riku is holding Pinocchio, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's very similar framing. And the figure in the dark cloak is clearly shorter than young Xehanort, but they kind of make that he's like um, yeah. who are you and then he pulls off his hood and it's riku but he doesn't say anything and also he has blue eyes like he doesn't have yellow eyes so i don't know if that's just like uh was he really there or not like it's a sleeping world right mm. so like it's like rehashing the event in kh1 so i don't know if it's like that literally is Riku, but in this sleeping world, you know, right. like in, in this pocket dimension, basically. 
<clears throat> or if it's just something Riku or if it's saw actually in his supposed mind. to be like dark rep dark or yeah that stuff. too yeah shit there's multiple options yeah yeah here. with nomura's so bullshit you never know yeah yeah who, who knows dude it could be like a a sephiroth clone for all we know he just returns pinocchio without a word and then dips like uh, it feels kind of weird honestly uh and riku explains to pinocchio and jiminy that that is him that's his his dark side he he, he succumbed to the darkness before and now it just kind of haunts him um and in a complete contrast to the previous world jiminy and pinocchio say that you should rely on others like you know your your, your friends like, he basically says oh you why don't you have a jiminy of your own and he's like yeah i do he's got a stupid ass smile uh, blah blah blah, and Pinocchio's like, "Gee, I wish I had so many friends." Oh, and it's like, "No, you won't, nerd." Maybe in Liza P, maybe that shit will be good. Who knows? When you look like Timothy anyway. Chalamet, <laughs> Chalamet, who actually looks like the glow Michael up. Jackson. By the way, hate to break that <laughs> to everybody, but Timothy Chalamet just looks like Michael Jackson. Just want to throw that out there. Hmm, I don't know if I agree. Anyway. Riku locks the keyhole onto the next world. Now we're onto the grid, and Riku frame one gets arrested. I hate the like grid. his ship just comes down and is like he. Riku goes, well, let's see how this goes, right? He just frame one gets arrested, and he meets Sam. And in order to get his freedom, he has to do the light cycle thing. But then Riku goes, ah, I'm kind of bored of this, and then just blasts a hole in the wall. Yeah. It's, it's the shape of a heart too. That's kind of cool, I guess. Um, and they go to leave, and Sam says, Hey, you should come with me. We can escape through this portal so that we can save my dad and delete Clue. Um, and then we meet Mr. Bridges himself, dude. Yes. Fucking arms up in yes. the air. And, and Mr. Bridges explains yes. that ISOs were a random gift that randomly happened, and that it was going to be his gift to the world, even though he apparently had really nothing to do with it. And he explains that ISO's Korra's uh, the last ISO. So then, also Sam's dad reflects that you know he was chasing perfection and that clue is his fault, and that he he missed a perfect moment in front of him. Basically saying, yeah, I missed out on being your dad. I'm a shit ass father, right? And Riku on some deep guy shit goes, you look too hard for one thing and you miss everything else, <laughs> and then. The people around you get hurt in the process, like Xehanort. And he keeps going out, like, he, he low-key monologues, but, like, to himself, like, he's not even really talking to them anymore. Riku's like, you and should then, go to your son's basketball games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically says that if a, a, anyone who's, like, too ambitious and doesn't care about uh, the people around him, they can create another Ansem if they're too crazy in their ambition, right? Right. So then Korra, like, they're trying to leave, and then Korra just sacrifices herself for no fucking reason. Like, they're, they're, they're trying to run away and get away, and so she then... It, it, it seemed like it was supposed to be like, a, oh, I'll run this way, you guys run that way type of thing. But then they just chase after her. Full so disclosure, like, neither of us have seen it's, Tron it's, Legacy. It's I've I seen it, but, like, in theater, so I don't remember Oh, you shit, saw it in theaters? Right? Yeah, yeah. Holy I was like, Christ. I was like, I was like twelve years old when it came oh out or God. something. I don't know. It's been so long. I didn't long. know that. And then Sam, like immediately, like she's not even left the screen yet, and he's like, "We have to save her." Absolute nerd emoji, dude. Absolute. It's just 
bro. The stakes are that if Clue gets uh, Sam's dad's disc, he can destroy the entire outer world. Which it's like, it's in a dream world, so who, who freaking knows, but it's still gonna be bad, you know? So then, like, they're arguing, and Riku goes, I'm not gonna butt in on this father and son thing, but I'm gonna butt in. We should save the disc! <laughs> like, so he doesn't destroy everything. So then they go, you know, you fight uh, the Rizzler, uh, Rinsler, the sorry. Rizzler. And, <laughs> uh, you, you know, everything just fucking works out. You know, you know how it yeah, goes, right? Kingdom Hearts. But then, right before they make it to the portal, Clue is there, and he's got a big-ass, heartless boss, a nightmare boss, right? Sam's dad basically tries to sacrifice himself, stay there, so that his son and Korra can leave with the disc. And they're, like, literally portaling out. Like, the, 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 the thing on, like, the Tron poster where, like, you know, he's got the disc up in the air and he's teleporting mm -hmm. out or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, Clue, like, does this crazy jump across this bridge in order to try and make it to them. And then uh, Sam's dad does the arm thing again. But, Why? like, it, instead it sucks. It's, it, like, does this crazy magic and, like, starts sucking Clue towards him. And then Clue flies into him. And then they just fucking merge. Like, but then it's just no-sold completely. Like, you know, apparently he dies. I don't know. They don't, you don't see him there anymore. Oh, it's, it's very fucking weird. And then Riku just dips, bro. Like, he doesn't even go like, no. well, I'm glad they made it out. Or, gee, what happened to Sam's dad? Or, what the hell is going on? He just, oh, yo, there's the keyhole. You'll find locks out that shit. in Tron Legacy 2. <laughs> he just locks the keyhole. We outie. So that was a weird-ass acid trip of a world for Riku. But he's unfazed. This is just another day. But then he winds up back in Twilight Town to appease these fucking KH1 heads who are like, Man, it would be really cool if we went back to Twilight Town again like in Kingdom Hearts 1. But we do. Okay? And then we also meet the Spelican. No! Who's one of the worst bosses. But low-key, the Spelican is literally me. Because there's some twoey bullshit happening. Where it's like beat and rhyme, you know, laughing and shit. While the boss is just standing there, and you can see him in the background, like his his head's like twitching and shit, and he 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 he's, he's tweaking, and he's getting more and more triggered as they're like laughing, having a good time, and then he just fucking snaps and then runs away, and so they have to chase it. I'm like, that guy's low key, literally me, bro. Like, get me the fuck out of here, bro. Like, it, it's so funny how you can see it in the background. Just getting more and more upset. <laughs> he's just—he's gonna snap. Yeah, he's it, gonna it's lose literally it. me. So then, this is like really weird because like you're chasing this the Spelican and it's going from Sora to Riku back and forth, and then it, there's not really any closure for Riku. Like it, it goes into a portal, and then eventually, like a, another keyhole pops up, and so then Riku just knows, oh, Sora took care of it, you know. Anyway, more haha funny twoey shit happens. Is it? Would you and then say? Riku dips. Would you say in revisiting these cutscenes that your least favorite part of this was the world ends with you stuff? Yeah, most definitely. Take that world ends with you, troopers. Like, the only, the only other thing. <clears throat> 
pretty obviously bad is like the Riku world pacing. Like he doesn't really go anywhere. And the worlds seem very small in his playthrough. Like he 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 basically will like go one way, go to one place, and then come back, and then like that's the world. Or he'll like literally just go in a straight line, basically, and then the world's done, right? So Riku, he shows up in the land of the Musketeers. And he's on the stage, and he just witnesses the, the murder plot <laughs> for the three Musketeers to have the boxes fall on them and kill them. And he's like, oh, jeez, okay. And then he sees the Beagle Boys, which, yo, I fucking love the Beagle yo, Boys. Yo, shout out dude. to the Beagle Boys. They're, they, they're sick, dude. They're just... Wait, Jay, yeah. actually, so I have sources telling me that the Beagle Boys are going to show up in Kingdom Hearts 4. Dude. According to my sources. That would be so sick. <laughs> According to my sources. It, it's like, they're in a, they're in like a, a, a place that's like clearly supposed to be France, but they're fucking British anyways, dude. It's just yeah, sick. <laughs> yeah, bit British. The bad guys are British, dude. It's based. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Riku chases them. And then finds a chest. And then he does literally the, like, animation to open chests in the game. Goes toot toot with the keyblade and it opens up. And Minnie's in there. She's like, yo, thank you for saving me. And then the fucking mole rat boss shows up and you gotta beat the mole rat. And then that's the world. <laughs> like, that, that's it. So while all this is happening for Riku... There, there's been, like, multiple cutscenes that I kind of skipped over talking about because they don't really matter until this point where we see that, you know, Axel and Mickey and Donald and Goofy individually find out that, like, something's wrong with, like, so, like shit's going down outside while Riku and Sora are doing the test. And also, Yen said realizes that Xehanort has tampered with the test and he can't figure out where Riku and Sora are. So, like, we know that this shit's happening, but Riku doesn't at this point, mm -hmm. right? Um, so then Riku shows up to what looks to be Yensid's tower, but it's flooded. He goes up, and he finds that Mickey is absolutely lost in the sauce, bro. Just lost. He's lost in the sauce, and he's drowning in it. He's about to be, all right? And I'm the highest Riku in the saves room. him. <laughs> yeah, he, he is, dude. And... Uh, after saving him, they have this, like, cute meta, Well, Riku, I have a feeling we're gonna be really good friends and help out each other a lot. Like, I might save you ten times in Raycom. But isn't, <laughs> it, isn't it funny that Riku gets to save him now? That's true. For the one time. For the one time. But, and it's not even actually really him. But, I mean, uh, you're right, but... You know, it's the thought that counts. It's like if you saved me, if you saved me in real life ten times, right? Mm. And then I literally have a fucking dream that I saved you in my dream. Does it really count? Yeah, I, uh, you know, maybe. Does it really count? It's a little okay, more okay, how about than a this? dream, right? How about this? I go, Mike. I had a dream you cheated on me. Does that shit really? Is that shit real? Yeah, no, no that counts. That's that's Tara. <laughs> it counts. It counts. It counts. According to significant others everywhere, it fucking According counts. According to my sources, Tara, it counts. <laughs> sources. Every girlfriend I ever had. <laughs> it counts. Riku has to enter the sound idea and meets uh, young Xehanort. Young Xehanort's just been standing there waiting for Riku. 
Like, he literally says he's been waiting for him. He's been waiting for the true Keyblade wielder, basically, right? The one that the Keyblade actually chose. Even though the shit's already been retconned, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, it's a weird thing so to say. So then saying, you know, that... Young Xehanort says that Riku's problems always end up affecting other people. Like, pulling Sora into getting the Keyblade since Riku has succumbed to the darkness. And then... <sighs> They say Young Xehanort then ends up saying the opposite of what they said earlier after you beat the gargoyle boss. Like, after you kill Frollo or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And says that Riku is somehow found a way to trap darkness in his heart. And so now Riku is of no use to them. So, like, the first time they say, they're like, yo, you're afraid of the dark. And the second time they're like, yeah, you're immune to the dark. It's a little weird. Mm. It's like they didn't have all their sources. Yeah, they didn't have their sources together. They didn't have their together. sources right. Yeah. The sources is them, and they still didn't have it together. Like, he, he literally right. could just ask himself. Mm, okay, okay. So then after talking to young Xehanort, you fight the... What's the, what's the, the big dude in the volcano again? Oh, the one. uh... Uh, 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 uh Blunderbuss. What's his name? Uh, I, want, I, want, I wanted to say Trogdor, but that's wrong. No, it's not Trogdor. <laughs> it's Chernabog. 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 Trogdor. So anyway, you fight Trogdor. And you said Trogdor. <laughs> After he My burdenates all the countryside. Neither of those were correct. <laughs> And he burdenates all the people. Yeah, dude. Riku and Sora's sound ideas come together, and it plays Dearly Beloved, and it fixes the tower, you know, and mm -hmm. saves Mickey and shit, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, when when they had, like, the little conversation of, like, wow, I bet, bet we're going to be good friends, like uh, like that type of vibe, right? They, they have some more of that. And Riku gives Sora a bunch of praise, and Mickey says that Riku is part of why Sora is great just as Sora makes Riku better. It's a nice, cute, nice little, little cute little way, you know? So then, that's the seventh keyhole. So Riku's expecting to wake up and be like, yo, you're a master now. Well, he actually ends up in the world that never was, <gasps> Sleeping World. And he's like, what is going on, bro? I should be back at home, bro. I should be back at home. This is not good, bro. It's like when you're in a nightmare and you're like trying to wake up and then... You think you're awake, but you're just in another nightmare, bro. The, it's not in, good, bro. In the nightmare, you just keep cheating on your girlfriend, and you know she's not going to yeah. let you get away with it? <laughs> exactly. She, You know that she's having a dream where you're cheating, bro. It's, <laughs> You know it's immediate karma. And he sees Sora is hov like floating in this orb, and he's sleeping. He's like, dude, you got to wake up, bro. Like, We, we got to get out of here. And darkness envelops him and then also comes out of him. Oh shit! And we fight the worst boss in all of the all of the game, the anti Sora fight. Were say oh, all shit of the ass. Games. I was like, whoa, no, that's quite a statement. Absolutely not. That's that's Maleficent in Recoded. Mm -hmm. Okay, <clears throat> that shit is awful. Anyway, we fight anti Sora, and Riku defeats it. Well, then the world starts like warping and fading in and out into different versions of the world that never was, and Ansem starts talking to him in like a disembodied voice saying that Sora has fallen into the chasm of dreams and he has this like Yoda ass anger leads to fear fear leads to hate hate leads to suffering thing but basically says that sleep is connected to darkness and that darkness holds their dreams 
And so therefore, Sora now belongs to the darkness because he's stuck in the dreaming realm or whatever, you know, the chasm of dreams. Mm -hmm. Riku, he does a typical like, you know, that's not true. But then Ansem's like, yo, you realize that you have the sigil on your back. Like you have been in a sleeping world the entire time. Like even in between, you're completely in the sleeping realm because you saw me because Riku sees like Sack Ansem or whatever at the beginning of their journey and is like, yo, something's up, bro. Something ain't right. Yeah, so he subconsciously dove into Sora's dream. And then he goes, now darkness within darkness awaits you. And he ends up pulling Riku through the floor of darkness, the darkness puddle thing. I don't know. Like it, the darkness puddle is cool, but when I call it a darkness puddle, it doesn't it sound as cool. Yeah, <laughs> sounds a darkness pool. I don't, I don't know. Darkness, <laughs> a pool of darkness. There you go. Uh, there you go. Um. <laughs> the pool of darkness is so, right no, behind what's a, me, isn't it? Alexa, what's a what's a synonym for pool <laughs> or puddle? It's just not cool enough. Pool of darkness. Thank you, Alexa. The darkness hot tub. Anyway. <laughs> He, he gets pulled into it. <laughs> uh, Ansem then explains that the only way to save Sora is to unlock his own darkness. And Riku is like, yo, giving into the darkness is the whole reason I'm even here. I need to figure out whether or not I'm still fit to wield the Keyblade. Basically says, like, you used to be a Keyblade wielder and you, you lost it to the darkness. And even after locking you away, uh, you're still haunting me. Um, and basically saying that, like, uh, if this is going to happen, there's no point in holding back the darkness. Like, if this is going to happen anyways, right? Right. And Ansem's like, yes, give in, give in! But then Riku goes, yeah, you know, every time I see you, I think about this memory that I had, that I've had the whole time since Kingdom Hearts 1 was conceived on <laughs> that elevator. He says Kingdom Hearts 1. That Kingdom Hearts 1 was <laughs> conceived on that elevator. In that chance meeting with the Disney executive. And Walt Disney comes and in and goes, No, Riku, you're not supposed to say that. And erases the speech bubble of Riku saying that. Yeah, yeah. And then he says, you know, he thinks about this promise that he made. But he doesn't say exactly to Terra, but, like, it's clearly to Terra, right? <clears throat> Every time that he sees Ansem. And then Ansem gets mad and they fight. Riku wins. And Riku says... You know, you think you're part of the darkness, but now because you're part of me, if you if you, you you say that you're part of me, and if you're a part of me, that means you're part of the light now. Damn. And, damn, 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 damn. And then there's a moment where it, it, it's like the guardian is kind of like, yo, I see you, bro. I see you. And so, like, because it, it's Terra. Right. Right? And Riku then says... Like after he looks up and kind of meets eyes with the guardian, and then they dis- the guardian and Ansem disappear. He holds up his keyblade and goes strength to protect what matters. Like on some on some Terra shit, right? So then well, Riku wait, wakes wait, wait, up wait, wait, in wait, wait, wait. I just the real say world. Before you move on, that's why people even thought like they had sussed out that Terra was the guardian because of that specific camera yeah. movement where it's like. Oh, it looked at the Guardian when we mentioned Terra. So, just wanted to point yeah. that out. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool cutscene. Yeah. I like it. Also, it's like... The boss design is very much that, like... 
the the guardian seems like it's the one giving Ansem the strength. Yeah. Not like he's kind of enveloped in the guardian. Oh yeah, so Riku, he wakes up in the real world and he knows it's the real world, but he goes, "I still have my dream eater powers, so Sora must still be asleep." And then there's like a um, he, he's standing at the ledge where like it goes up into the castle, like from the alley, but the bridge isn't there. And he's like, how the hell do I get across? And across is like a meow wow. And he's just like bouncing him. And I'm like, over here, bro, over here. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's kind of funny to me. And then uh, one of the one of the bat dream eaters, you know, uh, they kind of infer that it helps him across. Right. Because right. it he's like, oh, I get it. And then it shows him there. Right. OK. Yeah. So the, the dream eaters help him to get to Sora. Right. Mm-hmm. So then we're in one of the most goaded rooms that I really miss in Kingdom Hearts, the organization chair room, dude. True. Shit is badass. I don't care. You put any scene in there, and I'm immediately on the edge of my seat with popcorn, bro. And Sora, in his, like, DDD version, is shown sitting in the org chair. And we get a bunch of explanation as to what the hell's going on, finally. Xehanort says that Sora is going to be his new vessel now that Riku is immune to darkness. He was originally going to be young Xehanort's vessel, but, you know, he he, he just he got too good. He got too good at darkness. And then he also says we were going to go down the line to Roxas, actually. But Roxas, he got too self-aware. He knew that he could be used, so he returned to Sora. So now we have to use Sora, right? And then we find out about the 13 Xehanorts and the real organization is shown with a bunch of them wearing their cloaks. So you don't know exactly, but we do see some fam- some familiar faces like Zigbar, like uh, Ansem, Xehanort. And then there's like a, a portal that's like starting to appear. And young Xehanort basically explains that Master Xehanort is about to show up and they are going to all merge and create Kingdom Hearts, blah, blah, blah. But... Then Mickey teleports in to save Riku, like always. always. He hits a motherfucking stopza, and everybody stops. Stopza. But then young Xehanort, because he has time magic too, he can move anyway and bodies Mickey. Yeah. And Master Xehanort shows up. Yeah, no. Unlucky. Uh, But Master Xehanort shows up anyways. And God, I missed Leonard Demoy's voice. I haven't heard it in a minute. And he explains the Keyblade War, the 13 Darknesses, the Seven Lights, the real Keyblade, blah, blah, blah. And Mickey's like, I should have known it was you. Mom, I, I thought that those three friends that you hurt, I thought their sacrifice saved you, but I was blind because you were still pulling the strings. It's like, yeah, clearly, bro. You fumbled the bag. Mickey is a true villain. Mickey kind of fucked up. Severely for many years. Repeatedly. Like, Repeatedly I didn't know so many people up. could take so many L's at once. Master Xehanort, he, after monologuing, is like, all right, it's time. Sora, it will now bear my heart. Yikes. And Mickey gets choked by Xemnas sexually. And then Riku gets pinned to the ground by Ansem sexually. Also sexually. And then Ansem... No, no. (laughs) No, it's sexual. And then Axel shows up at the last second and saves the day. Sexually. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then Zigbar goes, Axel! And then he goes, Axel, name's Lee. Got it memorized. Except Jesus, that aged poorly. Except I would like yeah. you to not call me that next game. Yeah. I changed my mind. And then 
I, I, I kind of give them a little bit of a pass because later when they're about to leave, like, he's like, they're like, Axel, let's go. And he's like, Axel, it's a, never mind. Let's just get out of here. Right. Like, I, may, maybe in that scene, he they were going to be fast, like, OK, his though. name's Axel. I guess so, dude. Who knows? But <laughs> he said, all right, this didn't work. I'm out. Isa is shown to be one of the vessels because he attacks Axel. Axel's like, yo, let's get the hell out of here. But then the Guardian shows up and grabs Mickey and Riku in one hand each. Sexually. But then Donald and Goofy using... Yeah, it was sexually. But then sexually, Donald and Goofy come in on Mickey's old, like, star gummy thing that he used in BBS. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's right. And, like, it, they they bonk the Guardian on the head and one-shot him. I, <laughs> I don't know, bro. But at the same time, their time runs out. Like, the, 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 the communion of the Xehanort's times run out, but Master Xehanort's like, you know what? It's not over, because you guys are going to have to meet us at the fated place in Kingdom Hearts 3. But why? Bum, bum, bum. Why is it not over? He just knows it ain't over, bro. He said, yo, this is only a side game. I will see you all in Kingdom Hearts 3. That's what he says as he looks at the camera. Oh, he does say it's only a side game, doesn't he? Forgot he says that. Yep. <sighs> this this was on the Nintendo 3DS. Did you really think it would end here, Michael Spike Getty? Oh no, he's okay. talking to me. I don't Holy like that. Holy shit. I don't like that shit at all. Yeah. He said it sexually too. Oh no. <laughs> so anyway, we're back at Yetsit's tower, and they explain everything to Yen Sid. And Yen Sid doesn't really seem surprised. <laughs> like, I knew this would happen. Fuck Yen Sid, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and Sora, in Cage 2 gear now, is asleep in the corner. You know, they couldn't put him on Yen Sid's chair. He's just, like, fucking slumped. Right. He's, like a, he's like your drunk friend slumped up against the wall. <laughs> and you're just like, my God, guys, can we, can we get And someone get walks bro, up and like, is like, pillow? is he okay? Can we get him a pillow? What's wrong with him? A blanket. He had too much to drink, or... He's even like somebody's hoodie wrapped up as a pillow. He's crossfaded. They couldn't give him shit, bro. He is so zooted. It, he's in his KH2 gear, looking drippy. And Riku is given a choice to dive back in and to save him. And Riku, he's done it before. And he also, on some recom shit again, goes, look at his face, sleeping like nothing's wrong. And he, he dives back in to save Sora, since Sora had saved him before. And... Very similar to collecting the Soras in Cage 3, when Riku is diving to his heart, you have to, like, collect Soras. That's true. I didn't think about that. It's kind of sussy. Hmm. And uh, once you make it to the bottom of the dive to the heart, Riku then fights Ventus Evil Armor. And it was kind of weird because I was like, okay, is the idea that he's fighting Sora's Darkness and is Sora's Darkness then... Venetus, or is it like the supposed to be like the true darkness from like the Union Cross time? I don't know. But when the armor breaks, it's uh, DDD Sora is inside of it, right? And he falls to the ground and then immediately starts seeping into the darkness hot tub puddle pool thing. And then the key, the kingdom key shows up on the floor and. Riku is like, I'll, I'll, I'll still find you. And then he fucking does the keyblade thing on the floor and a keyhole pops up. 
and then Riku wakes up in Destiny Islands, but he's Dream Eater version still. And Roxas is right there immediately. And Riku goes, Roxas? And Roxas just asks him, like, the first question in Kingdom Hearts 1 when you're choosing what to do, right? But maybe, like, slightly different. I, I don't know exactly. I, I, can't, I can't be bothered to go look, guys. But it's clearly a reference to Kingdom Hearts 1 because you nostalgia freaks just can't get enough and they just keep on placating KH1 heads. Anyway, so Roxas asks him the first question. Ventus, which Riku goes, Roxas again? What? Ventus asks him, no soul, no sells it, and just asks him the second question. And then Shion asks him a third question, which is definitely the answers are not the same. But, like, he, he answers, and it kind of seems like it unlocks something, you know? Like, there, there's, a, there's a, a very obvious, like, yo, you just completed a puzzle type of noise, right? And Riku then is standing at the beach and a bottle washes up on shore. And I'm like, ain't no way we're going to get another callback to the most shitty letter of all time. Actually, Ansem the Wise shows up and goes, I digitized myself and my data and hid it away in Sora. And I'm basically now going to explain breakpoints, but it's going to be a shittier version and not nearly as touching, but I'm just gonna dick ride Sora and how many people he's touched and saved sexually and that his heart is connected to sexually. sexually and, and and But also, when you answered those three questions, you already saved Sora. So he, he's already awake. Get the fuck out of here, right? So then Riku dips. And Sora, Donald, and Goofy are already partying. He's like, hey, yo, what the fuck, guys? Like... Whoa, 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 what's going on? But anyway, Riku gets the Mark of Mastery, and Sora does it, and he departs, and he goes to go do his own Mark of Mastery. The end! Yay! I did it! Yay! That somehow was almost as long as the charity stream when we beat the game. It, fe it felt like it. Somehow. It, it mentally taxed me. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I think, you know, not to critique you right after you did it, because this was an enormous feat that you did, you probably could have, like, not talked about a lot of the Disney shit, but I get why you did it because I feel like I feel like I needed to. Well, you like know? this is this is the this is this is Kingdom Hearts according to Riku, you right. know. Well, like it's not like Recom where it's like completely a rehash, you know. Right. No, I just mean like I, I get why you did it though because like they'll be like, oh, uh, this all this stuff happened and then Ansem shows up, right? And then you're like, yeah, yeah. So you're like, well, if I don't tell what happens before, it won't make a lot of sense. So I get why you did it. Exactly. But, yeah. But that's DDD. And there's just certain things where I was like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Like the, the, the fucking, I'm pulling in clue with my magic and then I'm fucking dead, but we don't even talk about it for one second. Right. Yeah, for sure. Riku just instantly dips. For sure. No, I, I, I think you did great, sir. Great job. That's what happened to Thank Riku you. in Dream Drop Distance. Um, Kind of makes you go, did this game need to exist? <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. They needed to have a game on the 3DS, and it was DDD Dream Drop Distance right. 3DS, dude. Do you think? The stars aligned. Do you think he came up with Dream Drop Distance? He was like, 3D. He was like, okay, it's got to be 3D. So Let me come up with this acronym in English. Yeah, and then... Even though I, Nomura, am a Japanese man. Yeah. I mean, he can speak English. Can he? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, but just that. That's just impressive to me. He's an impressive individual, and I don't know why people always hate on him. Uh, 
Anyway, we're gonna take a quick the break. Bullshit. I would never say that. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna do the question of the week, and it it it's definitely a question. So we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Richard Epcar. Welcome to the Ansem Report podcast. Come to the darkness. Welcome back to the Ansem Report podcast. Jason, before we get into the question of the week, I have a bit of something I want to say. And I didn't, I didn't prep you for this. I literally just told you we were going to do the question of the week, and then we went live again, and I was like, yo, I, I need to tell you something. You know, there's, we made a lot of jokes today about the Nomura, Nomura bullshit, right? And how people were saying, like, Final Fantasy 16 is Nomura bullshit when the story gets, like, you know, anime or whatever. So I want to talk about the other side of that coin, Jason. Something that grinds my gears a little bit. Whenever anybody, like, in any video game ever... Ever. Is like, or anime or show or whatever. And they're like, the power of friendship. And then people go, yo, th- it got it got so Kingdom Hearts at the end of this game. That's Kingdom Hearts. Guys, in the same way we can't just say everything that's weird is Kingdom Hearts bullshit, we can't also say that anytime they talk about the power of friendship that it's Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts did not come that's up true. with friends. If anything, we're all lucky we have friends because we're Kingdom Hearts fans. Okay. True. Okay. Very so true. So just think about that for a minute. The next time you play a game or watch a show and they go, oh, he did it. Like Kingdom I Hearts. I was able to do it thanks to you, my friend. That's uh, That doesn't just, uh, you can't just go Kingdom Hearts vibes. You know, that just doesn't, it's not. Anyway. Old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> Strife, that is. I just yelled that at Cloud Strife. Uh, Jason, my sources tell me it's time for the. Question of the week. Oh yeah. Question of the fortnight. Question of the fortnight. Oh yeah. Uh, this week's question is from you, and it's Yo? uh, if there's a traitor what in the I Guardians say? of Light, who is it? AKA, who's the scroll? Ah, uh, who's scrolling? Bonus who's question: scrolling? Who won? Ava or Luju. Mm, uh, true, true, true. Super Spaghetti Dad says, kill the fucking boy. Okay. Thanks, Dad. Kill the fucking boy. Terrell says, probably me, to be honest. Thank you, Terrell. You are... Terrell is scrolling, bro. You're the scroll. Ban, ban them. They're not banned already. Ban Auto them. Auto banned. 
Uh, Tyler Tylerim says, Ventus is the traitor. No way his lame ass is loyal. True. Hmm. Yeah, well, who's to say he's not going to relapse? Right. You know? He's just going to he's just going to keep killing people for the rest of his life that don't deserve to die. You can just have like a, a you can just have like a prime evil in you and like just be fine. Ain't no way, bro. Yeah, there's no way. Vita says Kyrie is the traitor. She's pissed off at constantly being left behind, and she's out for revenge slash to prove how useful she can be working with the master of masters. Dude, is this like a, some syndrome shit? You know? Maybe. Like, Go home, buddy. I work alone. And then she... She just snaps, dude. When we're all Keyblade wielders, no one is. Oh, shit! Wait a second! Then it's a second Keyblade war! Oh, shit! We cracked the code. <laughs> Zai says, Ava won. We all know it. Never get in a fight with a short girl. Aqua's the traitor. She's secretly still anti-Aqua and is biding her time for her return. It's obvious, isn't it? Oh, shit. I like that. I like that. It's like the darkness, like, it retracted in waiting for its moment to strike, like, on some fucking green goblin shit. Egg says, gotta be Axel. He's a bitch. Ava probably lost because she's short. Damn. Uh, Cherry Theoden says, I think Lee goes back to his traitorous ways. He was introduced to us as a guy that's constantly double and triple crossing people to reach his own goals. Mm. Days showed us what those goals were, and they were mostly benevolent. But never forget the way this man executed Vexen. That's true. That's true. He straight up snapped him. He's cold-blooded, and if he sees being a traitor as something that will protect Roxas and Shion, he'll do it in a heartbeat. Also, Ava, duh, that's my union leader. That's my union leader right there. Right, like, you're telling me that, like, so people go, oh, we can use Roxas and Shion to further our goals. And then you're telling me, like, oh, Aqua isn't, like, we need to we need to hide them and put them to sleep so they can't be used. And then Axel's like, whoa, 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 these are my fucking friends. And then he gets all mad and starts fighting Aqua. Right. I could see it. I could see it, too. He says, Aqua, her time in the Dark Realm messed her up mentally more than we realize. Bonus answer, mm. it's Mickey, Mickey, Aqua. Wait, what? What is he talking about? <laughs> it's Mickey. Mickey, Aqua, and Tara have a threesome, and Aqua ends up pregnant but doesn't know who the daddy is. What? When Mickey finds what? out that Aqua is afraid, she might give Do you know what birth? scrolling is? Is there some type of, like, uh, <laughs> urban dictionary of who's scrolling, well, no, the bro? Bonus, like, what? The bonus, uh, I guess it's a bonus answer. I was thinking Ava versus Luju. <laughs> like, when Mickey finds out that Aqua is afraid she might give birth to a human-mouse hybrid, he gets so offended that he turns traitor but frames Aqua so it looks like she's the traitor due to her madness from the realm of darkness. E, please. No more, no more mouse Dude, babies. Somebody, I think he might be scrolling it, bro. I think Key might be a scroll after that answer. Uh, yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, I thought you said he, like Mickey. No, Key. Key. He's a scroll. Everybody, ban. Yeah. Banned. Chris McKay says it's Kyrie. She threw so hard at the end and basically let Zayanort summon Kingdom Hearts. You want me to believe mm. she was beat by a wrist grab? Nah, that bitch wanted Zaynor to win. Mm. True. Okay, okay, okay. True. Bolsey says the traitor is Kyrie for being crapped on in her progression each and every game. She's tired of it and tired of being left out, so she purposely gets kidnapped. 
Also, Ava wins the fight. Okay, okay. Uh, Alk says, it was me. I did it like this. And he has the five head and then a gun emote. Uh, Also, Gula Gula lost because it's Gula. Again, not an answer, Alx, but thank you. (laughs) I'm I'm fine with just Gula taking an extra L. I guess that's true, That's that's fine. Uh, (laughs) Angel says, Axel, because he annoys me. Luju won because Mm. he's the only person we've seen since the battle, and Ava is still completely MIA. In reality, they both won. There wasn't some wild-ass fight to the death, but, like, until Luju stops being cryptic or Ava herself comes to tell her side of the story, Luju won. Or this entire time, who we think is Luju is actually Ava pretending to be Luju. Like Jason's Jason's five-head theory. Uh, Pokemon Trainer J says, ooh, good question. Also, not going to say a Guardian of Light, but someone linked to them. Yen Sid. Old man, retired Keyblade Yo, Master. True. He's the one responsible for sending Terra, Aqua, and Ven to explore and meet their fates. Sent Sora off to have him weakened at the start of each new journey and didn't bother to say about Xehanort would reform as his true self any time during Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2? True. As for Ava versus Luju, neither. They battled to a draw, and Luju told Ava what would happen so she could prepare and carry out their own mission. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Thinking emoji. Jip says, I mean, it's got to be Terra, right? He's literally Xehanort for years. Bro thinks he's Riku and can control his darkness, but he is just not him. Mm. True, Jip. I can see that. It's like when Jip thinks he can be only Although up. I'm a Terra Sim. But he's just not Swarles, you know? He, he did be only up, actually. But he's not Swarles. Right. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> uh, Sean's says, question one, Sora. Question two, neither. The nice little short and sweet answer yeah, Sora there. Sora scroll in it? Sora's a scroll. Damn. The Mop 13 says it's a little far-fetched, but I think Mickey Mouse should be the traitor, but not on purpose. I know Disney would never let him be evil, but maybe he meets the Master of Masters and accidentally brings Sora and the others to him just to find out that the Master of Masters isn't exactly who he claims to be. <gasps> oh, shit. Also, I think Luju wins, rats. but barely and... Leaves Ava for dead, but obviously she survives. Okay, so we have this. This is it obvious? Is it obvious? Is Ava alive? Obviously. Ava, obviously. obviously. Uh, <laughs> I, I, actually, Jason, uh, my sources are Mike coming. Might in. be a scroll after that joke. My sources are coming in right now, and they say Ava is obviously alive. Hmm. Um, Unverifiable. Arziki has a very long answer. Um. I, I I don't I don't know. I'm gonna read it and we'll see what happens here. They say I'm already sorry. Got too invested with AI and it must be goofy and lose you one. It's an AI answer. In this theory, Goofy's desperation to save his missing son Max leads him to make a betrayal that has dire consequences for Sora and the entire Kingdom Hearts universe. As the theory goes, Goofy discovers a way to potentially bring Max back, but at a great cost. Sora's sacrifice to a dark and twisted entity in the unreality known as Quadratum. Driven by his love for Max and consumed by guilt over his son's disappearance, Goofy manipulates Sora into becoming a pawn in his desperate plan. Goofy realizes that he needs the guidance of the Master of Masters, a mysterious figure with with immense knowledge and power. With the Master Master's assistance, Goofy sets in motion a series of events that trap Sora and Quadratum, 
a realm from which he can never return to his own world. Meanwhile, the Guardians of Light, including Kyrie, are in the Kingdom Hearts universe, fighting against the encroaching darkness and seeking a way to rescue Sora. If you didn't know it was AI, like if for some reason you you just didn't know, that is when you go, this is AI. When it says, they're in the Kingdom Hearts universe. Yeah, yeah. Well, already when they say universe, like I was already like the rock eyebrow raised right, type shit. Right, exactly. Kyrie becomes determined to find and save Sora at any cost, even if it means risking her own safety. Through her unwavering determination, she eventually discovers a means to end her quadratum. As Kyrie finally reaches the unreality, she witnesses the horrifying sight of Sora being sacrificed, his life force drained by the dark entity. Overwhelmed by grief and despair, Kyrie realizes the extent of Goofy's betrayal and the true nature of his plan. In a heartbreaking moment, Goofy reunites with Max, but the joy is short-lived as Max, consumed by the darkness, becomes a malevolent force. Goofy, now fully aware of his grave mistake, is overcome with remorse and guilt. He sees Donald and Mickey, the star stalwart friends and guardians of light, approaching him, and his tears flow freely. The weight of his actions and the consequences they have unleashed on the world are now too heavy to bear. In this tragic finale, Goofy must confront the consequences of his choices and grapple with the irreversible damage caused by his pursuit to save his son. After witnessing the sacrifice of Sora and the transformation of Max into an evil force, Kyrie and the Guardians of the Light realize they must find a way to stop Evil Max and save Sora. However, Evil Max mysteriously disappears, leaving them uncertain of his whereabouts and intentions. Jesus Christ, this is long. Kyrie embarks. It's not over. No. <laughs> Kyrie embarks on a journey to find a solution and sees a vision of Yozora's car. Recognizing this as a potential Yo, clue, she see Yo? she seeks the assistance of the fairy godmother who helps her locate Yozora. Yozora reveals that there is a way to save Sora, but it requires Riku to do something unprecedented, something that has never been done before. Furthermore, Goofy's involvement is necessary for their plan to succeed. During their discussion, Luke Sword, the driver of Yozora's car, appears and informs True. Kyrie of the significance of using Sora's wild card. Kyrie shares this information with Riku, who, understanding the gravity of the situation, agrees to undertake whatever is required to save Sora. Despite Goofy's past betrayal, they realize his involvement is crucial in bringing Sora back, and they are willing to forgive his mistakes for the sake of their friend. With the team assembled, Kyrie, Mickey, Riku, Goofy, and Donald, they separate, each assigned a specific task that contributes to the overall goal of saving Sora. They understand that time is of the essence, and their determination to reunite their friend with the realm of the living drives them forward. Their journey is fraught with challenges, but their unwavering resolve and trust they place in each other provide the strength to face the trials ahead. Okay, 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 okay. How the fuck is this answering who's scrolling, dude? I want to know who's the scroll. And then it says, post credit scene. Foretellers confront Goofy, Donald, and the Wayfinder trio consisting of Ventus, Terra, and Aqua. A fierce battle ensues, showcasing the Foretellers' overwhelming power and the Wayfinder trio's valiant effort to resist. Despite their best efforts, the Foretellers prove too formidable, gradually overpowering, overpowering Ventus, Terra, and Aqua. In a climactic moment, Foretellers incapacitate the Wayfinder trio, leaving him defeated and vulnerable. Secret movie reveals Evil Max, the Master Masters, and Luju deep in their plotting. Their intentions and plans remain mysterious. The scene then transitions to Yozora, who finds himself screaming in frustration and trapped in a cage, tightly bound by ropes. As he struggles oh. to break free, the camera pans to Roxas, silently observing the situation from a Roxas. distance. AI is so stupid. It's so dumb. Because it's like, it's not a story. Like, it's just like the outline of a story, right? Yeah, yeah. 
and then it just, it's just AI is so so cringe. Um, <laughs> I can't wait till like a robot is torturing me to death, and it just keeps playing the sound clip of me saying AI is cringe. Yeah. Like, do you still yeah, your do you still think AI is cringe? And I'm being like waterboarded and shit. And I'm like, yes, yes. you're cringe. <laughs> Thank you, Arziki, for for that. I, I hope that's not a trend where people just say, "Hey, I made an AI thing for the no, question dude. of the week." That is the last AI answer we will read. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Kyrie's bro says Luju wins for sure. As for who the traitor is, I would love it to be Aqua, just so we can see Dark Aqua again. Wildcat Diana. Beast says power level wise Luju would win but I think the moment they clashed and the bell started ringing the fight stopped Ava would have been mm. an absolute sh would have been in absolute shock to have done what the traitor would do in the book of prophecies and Luju would just laugh maniacally as for the scroll actually I'm a subscriber to the Ava is nominee theory following the Ventus Roxas logic and her power around shape-shifting memories I started to think she's an amnesiac Ava isn't it She's amnesiac Ava, isn't she? It would fit well with it mm. with Zigbar's reaction to everything related to Namine. I don't know why, but in the scene he's, he and Syax and Zemnis talk about her, Zigbar just laughs and mocks the entire situation. Oh, where, oh, where could she be? So yeah, the scroll is Namine, Ava is Namine. Mm, okay, okay, I like that, I like that. Uh, Kerosene says, Trader is going to be Jiminy Cricket because he drops his journal behind the yep. behind then the Master Masters finds it and knows all the crew's strengths and weaknesses. The Master Masters recruits Jiminy because of his ability for espionage. Fast forward to the Redemption <laughs> arc, when Jiminy feels it was wrong to go to the dark side and regroups with Sora in the mm. gang, he discloses what's actually inside that damn box that everybody losing sleep over. Boom, mic drop. Damn. And then finally, get Roxel. It's Axel. I don't know if I hate Jiminy more now, you know? I think I do. I think I do. Get Roxel. I don't know if it's possible. Has my favorite answer here. It's Axel. His hair, whack. His gear, whack. His jewelry, <laughs> whack. His foot stance, whack. The way he talks, whack. whack. The way he doesn't even like to smile, whack. Me, I'm tight True. as fuck. Thank you. True. Thank you, get Roxel. True. Garoxel is tight as fuck. Garoxel is tight as fuck. Axel does not Could compare. Could be a scroll. Could not be a scroll. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Jason, do you have an answer for this question? Dude. I don't know, dude. The combo of having to relive DDD and the AI answer, it, it's taking the piss, dude. It's taking the you piss know? out of you? You, it's taking the piss. You, 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 it's rinsing yeah, my teeth. I was going to say, you kind of want to rinse your teeth right now, don't you? It already rinsed my teeth, it's you know? me rinse my teeth, bruv. So rinse Without my, my consent, teeth. it rinsed my teeth, okay? And... You gotta give consent to like, the teeth. I feel like Luju won. I think Luju won as Unless, well. That's easy. I'm, like, it's either A, it's one of two things. A, Luju won, or B, Ava won, and is pretending to be Luju. Like, those are their only two answers. Yep. IMO. Yeah, I agree. Uh, as far as who's scrolling, I feel like it has to be someone from the BBS trio, you know? Especially once they go to the Dark Realm, bro. Like, if, any of, if we ever get a BBS 2 and any of them starts acting sus, bro, you already know. That's true. It could be like uh, one of them gets nabbed and then replaced or something by a scroll. <laughs> my my answer 
Dale from Chip and Dale. Oh my God! How dare you? How dare you say that my boy Dale is scrolling, He's dude? He's scrolling. Dale! He's scrolling, dude. I've seen it. How dare you? I've seen it, bro. I saw him peel his own face off, bro. <laughs> I seen it with my own eyes. Known scroll activity. Known peeling your face off. <laughs> <laughs> My sources are telling me that Dale is a scroll because they saw him peel his face off. Huey, Dewey, and Louie, all three are definitely they scrolls, are scroll, bruh. scroll pilled, if you will. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my goddamn mind. Anyway, uh... Also Scrooge. Also Scrooge is a scroll. Cloud Strife is a scroll. He doesn't even. No, he's like he, he's 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 not even a scroll, but he wants to be. No, a scroll. he's a scroll. Like, it's just too crazy. He's a scroll because like that would explain why in Kingdom Hearts two he like seems like he has no idea who Tifa is. That's true. She's like, That's I'll be true. your light, and he goes, I just don't know who the fuck are you. He doesn't know. Yeah, he's a scroll. Anyway, that's he gonna do it. Doesn't know. For this week's question of the week, Jason, uh, do we have a question of the week for next uh next next week? Okay, who is absolutely not scrolling it? <laughs> Who's absolutely not scrolling and uh who uh didn't win? Between Ava, Ava and Luju. <laughs> uh Dude, do you think do you think uh Kingdom Hearts 4 will have commentary on AI? <laughs> what? You think you think you think Nomura is gonna be like AI can never do what I do, and like have some fucking like when they when they go to the Wally world and they fight the AI. It seems more like, like a, a Yoko like Taro thing than a Nomura thing. It's like definitely not in the movie, you know? Yeah. And it's like you AI could never be as good as us humans. You could never write a good story. Just... What? Yeah. I'm, I'm literally the ship AI. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't want to write a story. Yeah, because you couldn't. Okay. Yeah. Like, do you think that's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I do think that's going to happen. It's not the question of the week, yeah, but just, do you think it's going to happen? It's already been written. So I have one suggestion here from Artziki, who wrote the AI answer today. Uh, what is your favorite and least favorite Disney boss in every numbered, numbered titled KH game and why? In one, two, and three. Hmm. So your okay. favorite Disney boss and least favorite in each game? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. Well, that sounds legit. Yeah, we'll do yeah, that. Just a, just a nice, simple. No one could ever make an AI yeah, answer. If you for make it, an AI answer for know? it, and it comes up like Scrooge McDuck. He's not a boss. If it says Kingdom Hearts Universe, dude, like for the love of God, bro, like at least if you make an AI answer, proofread the shit and uh, uh you know. No, just just send just full send cut the, it. Cut the loose ends, you know. Just full like, send the AI, and then Jason will have to rinse his teeth over it again. I will. I will. I'll become a scroll. Anyway, and peel my own face off. He's gonna peel his own face off. <laughs> <laughs> Sexually. Uh, so my sources are are in again, and they're they're telling me that you guys can reach us at ansomreportpodcast at gmail dot com. Or you can join the Discord and say lots of things in there. Uh, maybe post an AI question of the week answer. You can do a lot of that. Um, you could also go to the scroll chat and peel your face off with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not a real thing to scroll. Well, you could also do actually real. is go to khguides.com <laughs> slash millions dash dreams and nominate your favorite content creators for the aforementioned Make sure categories. you would nominate someone for which content creator is actually a scroll. <laughs> That's the bonus That's one. That's the bonus one. <laughs> That's the bonus question of the week. Which cage content creator is actually a the scroll? real answer? Is Pat? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's obviously Pat, Pat, but you know, because like, because like the scroll like thinks it like looked at Pat before it became the scroll, and it thought that it, he wasn't wearing a hat. Right. So it literally isn't a hat. It's attached to his right, fucking head because he's a scroll. And that's why he's like, he's like, it's not a hat. It's literally his what skin. Hat? He's like, what the fuck are you talking? <laughs> this about? is how I look. <laughs> This is how he looked. I mean, this is how I look. I might change the question anyway, of the week to just be which cage content creator is a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a much that's a, that's a much more uh, on brand. That's a mini bonus answer. Okay. You don't have to do it, dude. No, you should do it. You should answer. We need to figure out who's the scroll, and then I'm gonna peel their face off okay. every connect. Keep it, keep it simple for the love of God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, the crowd is just like peel his face, peel his face. <laughs> we just got Pat peel strapped down face. to a table, and we're trying to peel his face yeah, off, dude. I'm like, I'm like Stan Lee in Thor Ragnarok. Like gonna cut his hair. <laughs> you got the I'm fucking. Like, Don't move. He's like, not my head. Don't move too much. Hat, that's a hat. <laughs> No, it's my head. It's part of my head. Because he's a scroll. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks for episode number 47. Uh, Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Now, fuck off. That's a scroll. I'm doing the whole thing British. You what? Hey there, bruvs. Thanks for watching the answer report. I turned Australian. <laughs> 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 just instant. Just frame one. Turned Australian. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the answer report. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike, you have to channel your inner orc, dude. Uh, it looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're never gonna get through this. Th th thank, thank you, bro. <laughs> you all for for being uh, thanks all makes me wanna patrons, bro. makes me wanna rinse my teeth, but in a good way, bro. Dental care is very important. <laughs> but thank thank you <laughs> thank you to our patrons. I can't I can't say anything in a British accent. I just realized it's it, it's all Australian. Bottle of water. But when I wanna be Australian, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's very tough. Anyway, thank you, thank you, uh, uh, uh many, many greets to, uh, patrons, bro. Uh, uh, fa fame. <laughs> uh, 
Famous for nothing. Okay, okay, your turn. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Billy the Kid Lawrence. Corinne Verg. Dr. Lambic. D.P. Grant. Aspicart. Iron Agro. It's your boy, Woody. Lisa S. Mr. Trumpeter, 7-Eleven. Swaz Barkley, isn't it? Zach P. Pokemon Trainer J. When I said P, it made me think of Dare Grill saying I'm gonna have to drink my own pee. Anyways, elbow juice. Panda Love. Jip 214. Frank Verg. Shane Plunkett. That 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 sounded that sounded real British. Yeah, is. Why is his name so British? Shane Plunkett. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shane Plunkett. <laughs> Go get a point with Shane Plunkett. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Unholy Dolphin Vitus <laughs> That one's really British too <laughs> What's up Carl Lands of Masters Regular Pat YT It is fucking Carson Fucking change your fucking name Strawberry Mango Afro Roxas Shiny. <laughs> Travis Town Jr. Phil Games. Librarian Gamer. Dick Butt 23. Lost Constants. Hey, bruvs, thanks for supporting the Patreon and giving us giving us your, you, your, your you hard out ducats. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash Make sure to rinse your teeth. Bros. Make sure you rinse your teeth and kiss your mum. <laughs>
Can we do the Patreon thing? Dude, I think all British. I think Bio is a scroll, but he's like a failed scroll. Like he didn't really do it well. Like he knew he didn't do it well. <laughs> but he already a killed the guy, so he can't. He can't like redo it, right? Because he doesn't know what he looks like, and the, you can't find any pictures because he's an idiot scroll, right. right? So that's why he's a VTuber now, bro. Because he was like, "Yo, I'm supposed to be a scroll, but I clearly fucked up well, his face, bro. Like I didn't do it right. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude, I gotta be a VTuber now." <laughs> No. Can we can we do the Patreon thing is British? Dude, when Damo fucking flipped his fucking motorcycle, bro, <laughs> it's not true. It's actually when he became a scroll. Stop. The scroll had broken his arm while fighting Stop. and killing the real Damo, and now he's a fucking scroll, bro. When Skyward Skyward Wing changed his name because <laughs> he's, he's a scroll. <laughs> He has like four layers of a scroll. The other they, scroll. They think he's not a know. scroll, but he's he actually a scroll. So they keep a scroll. Every time, every time, gamers joint takes a break. <laughs> He comes back as another scroll. <laughs> oh no. And HMK was clearly a scroll the hey, whole Jason, fucking time, Jason, bro. Let me remind you there are consequences to a tweet, bitch. There are. There are, dude. Alright. We're doing the Patreon as British. Everyone's a scroll. We're gonna be British, okay? <laughs>